Thank you so much for joining us back here at the Teacher Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you are new to us, we are so grateful that we are in your earbuds today. Make sure you join us over at Start Your Micro School or Homeschooling Business. You can just search that up on the Facebook search bar. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Teacher Let Your Light Shine. We are just so thrilled to have every single parent and teacher listen in each week to Teacher Let Your Light Shine. We're so grateful to have this opportunity to pour into your life if you are a teacher going through a transition, trying to figure out where you want to go in your life and you really want to continue on with education, but maybe you're dissatisfied with public school or private school. Maybe you're even having this itch at starting your own business. Here at Teacher Let Your Light Shine, we are here to empower teachers to start their own tutoring business, their own micro school, their own homeschooling business. We're here to help parents who are either starting homeschooling or maybe they've already been in homeschooling, but they're thinking, I really want to connect with more people. I want to be of service. I would love to take my gifts and my talents, invite more students in, serve other families, and make an additional income. Listen up. This is the podcast for you. We're so grateful for you to be here. In today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about why I believe building a micro school is of top legacy building work. Why is it that building a micro school can be so influential to other families, to yourself as an educator or a parent, and to the lives of many families. And today I'm going to highlight five reasons why I believe building a micro school isn't just about building an inheritance for your family, it's about building a legacy for your family. So I hope that this podcast really inspires you today and I'd love for you to head on over to our Facebook group after this episode and let us know what you think. Let's first hit play. Welcome teacher to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. Thank you all again so much for being here. If you have not yet been able to leave an Apple review, I would be forever grateful. I love reading each and every one of your pieces of feedback. You've been so inspiring, so uplifting to me. I just really appreciate all of your time and effort to write a review, even though it only takes less than 30 seconds. Just hop on over to Apple iTunes, leave a review. It helps me so much. It really edifies me. And when you do this work of sitting behind a microphone and 
jotting down all of your content ideas and really making sure that you show up and serve people. It is just so beautiful to be on the receiving end of a review because it helps me stay motivated and keeps me doing the work that I am doing. So leaving a review really helps me and it also helps our show to be seen across multiple platforms into other, even other countries. So thank you for taking the time. Do not think that just one little review doesn't make a difference because actually it makes a huge difference in multiple ways. So thank you so much. Now in today's episode, I'm going to share with you from my experience and why I really believe that I was called to create a micro school for however long that God wants me to continue doing it, even if it's just for a season, a year, two years, three years, five years, maybe you want to do this 10 years, maybe you end up keeping this as your main business for the next 30 years. I mean, the, the possibilities are endless. And the truth is that once you start something like this, it turns into so many other avenues for more opportunities. For an example, when we started our micro school, which is just a small school, okay, I do this out of my living room. I have this past year, 12 students. I started out with six students, then it grew to eight students my first year, then it grew to 12 students my second year. I have a volunteer, a couple volunteers, retired teachers. I have an assistant that comes and helps me. I have just been able to homeschool my daughter and love teaching at the same time, getting to do it out of the comfort of my home, getting to take all the kids in our 15 passenger van, take them anywhere we want to go. And it's been a true blessing, not only on my energy and my time, but on my teaching, my ways to show up and serve others. So I truly believe that there's some very specific tactical ways that building a micro school helps build a legacy. And like I said, just starting out my first year with having a micro school, it turned into the next year me going, gosh, this is so awesome. I want to share this with more people. Then I started a podcast and now I'm serving people even in a, in a different, more authentic way, even just by connecting with more homeschool families in my area, forming new friendships, forming new fellowships. It's just opened the door to so many possibilities. But I want to really share with you, especially those who are going, I don't know, I, is this just, is this just like recreating school in your home? You know, I, I'm burnt out. I don't know how long I can do this. I'm just really feeling as if I'm scared to make this decision. Not only would I be leaving my, my profession or my career, but I'd actually be starting a business. I don't have anything to do with starting a business. I didn't go to college for this. Trust me. I've been there thought about all of that in the same way. But I want you to just sit back for a minute and get get some inspiration. You know, building a legacy, building a school, building a business actually is like a chain reaction. And Lauren Whitehead, back in 1983, published an article in the American Journal of Physics about the domino chain reaction. So you can picture it in your mind. You knock over a domino and it sets off a chain reaction that then knocks down hundreds of dominoes in a matter of seconds. But the unique significance of Whitehead's research was discovering that a domino is capable of knocking over a domino that is one and a half times its size. So a two-inch domino can topple a three-inch domino. A three-inch domino, it can topple a four and a half-inch domino. And a four and a half-inch domino can topple, you get the point. But by the time you get to the 18th domino, 
you knock over the Leaning Tower of Pisa. And of course, it's leaning, so it's probably not that there, but the 23rd domino could knock over the Eiffel Tower. And by the time you get to the 28th domino, you could take down the Empire State Building. What? Yes. Now, I want you to think about this in regards to every single action that you make. Every decision that we make, every risk that we take has a chain reaction. And those chain reactions set off a thousand chain reactions that we weren't even aware of. The cumulative effect won't be revealed until we reach the other side of this space-time continuum. Don't despise the small beginnings of taking one domino and tapping it and to see how it literally changes the course of the rest of the dominoes. Every decision that we make has a domino effect way beyond our ability to predict or control. We can't predict when or where or how, but our seeds of faith, our seeds of planting an idea, a business, will reap a harvest somehow, some way, someday. And it's often when and where we least expect it. Of course, I never thought I was ever going to do this. I had a little inkling that I thought maybe I'd want to do this. I always talked with other teachers about possibly starting my own school. You know, just joking around, thinking, gosh, I don't want to do this anymore. Why can't we just start our own school? I mean, come on, can't we just teach the way that we want to teach? And then I thought, well, I probably could only do this with preschool. I never knew that I could actually do this out of my living room, make more money doing this this way, and have more freedom, flexibility, time, fun, everything. Okay? But I would have never known if I wouldn't have just taken that one little domino and just went tap or come on, just even set up the dominoes, right? That's what I'm talking about today when we talk about building a legacy. Now, it's important to know that an inheritance is different than a legacy. An inheritance is what you leave for someone, like for your family. But a legacy is what you leave inside someone. There are thousands of chain reactions. And education is one in which is constantly changing. We know that from the history. It's constantly changing. There have been several domino effects on education. Some good, some awful some terrible. And when asked about starting a micro school, it's always about why. Why do you want to do this? And if it seems scary and if it seems as if it feels overwhelming, it's because we're typically focusing on ourself and how we can do this ourself and how it's going to impede ourself instead of really looking at it in a way of service. And trust me, I've been there and done that before as well. Before I ever started, all I could think about was myself and how this was going to impact my family and how this was going to be so difficult and who was going to do it and what if I started and it didn't work and it failed and what if I only wanted to do it for a year and then everybody would think, you're such a quitter and what would people think if I stopped teaching in public school and I started homeschooling and then I started a school out of my living room. People are going to think I'm weird. They're going to think I'm crazy. I just constantly was thinking about myself. And thank God he pulled me out of that and helped me to see the bigger picture here of serving and solving a problem. So when asked about starting a micro school, it's really always about the why. There is a book called Start With Why. And it really was a game changer that first year that I started building this school. 
So when I think about why I want to start a micro school, at first it was because I wanted to homeschool my daughters. It was in the midst of the pandemic. I was very uncertain about schools. I already knew that teachers were stressed out, maxed out, and I just knew that I did not want my children to go to a place that I truly did not think that they could thrive. You know, starting with your why keeps you grounded in the highs and the lows. I knew I wanted to be with my children. I knew I wanted to work from home. I knew I wanted to start a business because I knew my kids were watching. And every time we start with why we want to do it, it helps transfer belief to those that we serve. You know, I wanted to create a life that I loved while also serving others. I was dissatisfied with the school system. Like I said, I wanted to start my own business. I wanted to use my teaching gifts creatively without being constrained. I wanted to work from home because it's just something that I thought was such a luxury. I wanted to be a more present mom, teach my daughters without being spent and exhausted at the end of the day. I wanted a legacy for future generations. I wanted for years to come, not just, oh, look at my mom and look what all she did, but I wanted my kids to see that if they really wanted to change the world or change a situation or change their family dynamic or change their family lifeline, it started with them. And whether or not they want to continue to have a micro school or teach their own children or homeschool, I hope that it at least builds courage in them to do something that they're really passionate about. Instead of feeling like they have to go and work for somebody else and do what somebody else is telling them to do and make money for somebody else, can they have the inspiration and the courage to do it on their own? That was my why. And so that in itself is building a legacy. And that in itself, I have to keep in front of me because there are times where it is so hard. There are highs, there are lows, there are hills, there are valleys, there are mountains, there are pits, okay? That's with any career that you have, but at least you're building something that is your own. So I'm so grateful for this opportunity and I just hope by sharing that, that just stirred you up even in a small sense. Today, I'm going to go ahead and start with The five reasons why I believe that building a micro school can lead into a legacy building. One is that you're creating a solution to a problem. We need problem solvers in this world, especially in education. We are a hurting nation. But if you are disgruntled with all that's being talked about, the constant fighting between schools and parents, the books that are being banned, the safety throughout our schools, the oppression, the depression, the anxiety of teachers, the anxiety of children, the lack of thriving in school, the lack of just excitement, the wondering why our kids aren't learning life skills, wondering why our children aren't learning finances, wondering why our children aren't outside more. Yes, it's a great place to go and socialize, but is it? I'm just wondering, is it? Because I have a daughter who goes to public school and I'm constantly just praying over her. God, please protect her. Please help her. Please let her meet the right people. Please let her meet the right friends. And we're always having to work on her mindset because I can tell you this, I can't depend on the teachers that are teaching her to influence her in a positive way. Why? Because they're disgruntled, they're upset, they're mad, their hands are tied, they're beat up, they're sad, they're frustrated, they're overworked, they're burnt out. You cannot pour into other people when you are empty yourself. And now I know that there are amazing teachers out there, but I also know that they are a part of a very hurt, broken 
oppressive system. And so I'm constantly, my husband and I, working on our daughter who does go to public school. You know, there's so much going on. There's pornographic content. There's safety concerns. There's critical race theory. There's people who are just shoving indoctrination down our children. Thoughts, beliefs, you know, whether or not you believe in, you know, the transgender movement, the critical race theory, you have to be abreast on this situation and know that there are problems that are so much bigger that are concerned at the governmental level that we don't have an impact on. We can raise our voices, but I tell you what, they are they are just shutting parents down left and right. They're shutting teachers down left and right. There's a hidden agenda and we can be a part of the solution. We can offer a safe, beautiful place for children to learn, to run, to be free, to be excited about what they're learning, to be investigative, to be curious, to be connected with people outside of just one little spot. You know, I'm right now working on trying to find other groups and co-ops and people that we can connect with next year, go on field trips with, just enjoy life, enjoy the the amazing ability to learn. We see the war that's going on between Russia and Ukraine and the just total demolishment of our children and their brains and their sweet little innocent selves. We have the authority and the ability to create something so wonderful for our children. We just got to step into it. We got to get out of our selfishness, me included. When I think about how much money are we going to make and how are we going to do this and who can I, how can I have more people and how can I not have as many people and how can I try to make this work and what can I do to make this simpler? And a lot of the times I'm like, you know what? All of this McKenzie can be solved if you just continue to focus on serving. Now, I'm not saying that we just completely lay our lives down and get stomped on by serving other people and never looking at our own family's needs. That's not at all what I am suggesting. But when I find myself getting trapped, getting stuck, getting into a negative spiral mindset, it's because I'm focused on myself. And and I, I learned that through professional and personal development. I listen to the greatest personal development people that there are out there and they will say that they've gone through it too. We are just humans. We have selfish ambitions and they will say, my goodness, if we could get out of our selfish mentality and just show up to serve people and create solutions, I know that there is a tenfold blessing. There is. I've seen it because once I get out of this mindset and I just focus on serving and stop worrying about what the outcome is going to be, God always shows up and blesses the situation. So I believe that we really are creating a solution to a problem that could stay here for generations to come. Number two, your family's watching. They're learning. They're taking it in. I watched my grandma, myself, live right next to her sister, and they just were constantly building businesses. Like, let's do a screen t-shirt business. Let's do yard work businesses. Let's do a carpet cleaning business. Let's do a tile business. Let's have a flooring business. They had a little garage that they were constantly just turning businesses into, and it was just so inspiring. They got up in the morning, they made their breakfast, they said they had their coffee, they got to work, they met with the community, they constantly had people stopping at their house, 
doing things for their business. It was just such a beautiful thing to see when I was a little girl. I would just go to their house and I knew that I wasn't watching my grandma go to work and being gone all day and then come back home. She was there. Even though she was working, she was there. She was present. And she just really instilled such a love and a desire for wanting to create something of my own. You know, God is the God of multi-generations. He is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Not just of Abraham. He was the God of three generations. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So just keeping that in mind. That what we think that God is doing for us, it's never just for us. It's always for the third and fourth generations. We think it's about us. It's right here. It's right now. It's my little family. But God is thinking nations. He's thinking generations. The promise is for you and for your children and for all who are far off. You can see this promise in Acts 2.39. You know, we can go ahead and leave an inheritance of money and gold and property and land, but what's most important is that we leave a legacy, that our influence and our dream has an impact on others even after we pass away. For some, it's short-lived, but for others, the influence can compound and be more influential than what we could have ever thought of for multi-generations to come. Your bravery is what opens the door for opportunity. The third reason I believe building a micro school is building a legacy is because education has evolved since the beginning. We are on the brink of education being completely transformed and you get to be a part of that. You get to start it. That then becomes something bigger and better over the course of the next two, three, four, five, ten years from now. We are embarking on a new way of schooling. The one-room schoolhouse that was here years ago that we thought went away, kind of did, but it kind of got pushed to the back burner after the Industrial Revolution and all sorts of programs and, and initiatives. But it's back. And homeschooling is back. And it's more present than ever before. What if this is the way for school to be for the next 100 years and you get to be in on it at the ground level. Do you think that school's going to look differently 100 years from now? You bet. But because you're getting a part of something that's constantly transforming, hallelujah. Or you can stay in the system and keep changing their way or you can be the change yourself. Number four, another reason why I believe that this is a legacy making business is because you are the creator. You have the creator's our Heavenly Father's divine gifts and equipment, you can choose to let your children to be free, flexible. If you want to have a biblical education, go for it. Awesome. Yes, there's going to be hard days, but my gosh, the amazing days are going to trumpet. Yes, there are hard routes. Yes, there are easy routes. But a family who does hard things can make it through hard things, and you don't know you can do hard things until you actually do hard things. My mom, my neighbor, my sister, think about the way that they can look at you and say, wow, you did that. You made that. That's awesome. Not my mom, my sister. I'm talking your mom, your sister, your brother, your dad, your grandpa, your neighbors. They can look at you and it's not because you need all the glory, but it inspires them. Like, wow, I'm over here complaining about my day job all day long and you're over there making a new job, making a new career for people, making a new avenue for children to learn. I don't really have much to be complaining about. I can go out and do something myself as well. You can inspire people. It's a chain reaction. 
you knock over that domino and maybe no one else is going to build a micro school in your area. But by golly, people are going to send their children to you. People are going to be asking you questions. People are going to be like, you know that lady, she started out of her school. or She started a school out of her home. Why can't I start my jewelry making business? Why can't I start my food truck business? You are inspiring other people. And fifth, I truly believe that you are changing the trajectory of people who grow up in poverty because many people, too many people growing up in poverty believe that their dreams are unattainable and they resign themselves to that notion. Never underestimate the power of one well-timed, well-phrased word of encouragement. One sentence that can literally alter someone else's destiny. I know that I'm eternally indebted to the people who've leveraged me. My parents, my professors, my coaches, my mentors, pastors, friends, family. You yourself can be that person as well, especially to people who grow up in poverty and think that that is just the path that they have to go on. You yourself are showing that you don't have to be fancy. You don't have to go rent the next building. You can start in your living room. You can start at a park. You can start at the nature center. You can start outdoors in a in a woods behind your house, which I know of many people up north who are just starting these co-ops and these learning pods that are turning into so many fabulous ideas out in the woods, friends. You know, a lot of times we look at the people who are at a poverty level and they think that they can't make anything else of their life. And then they just hear stories of us. Maybe teachers who are making $30,000 a year. Maybe people who leave their job of making $60,000. And I'm not saying that this happens, but maybe you're like, you know what, I'm going to forego the money and just purchase peace. And just start homeschooling my kids. Homeschool a few other kids. Run my little van around town. Live my little happy life. Make $30,000. See where God takes this. I'm just going to plant the seed and let him just go with it. And then it can turn into so many other possibilities. The people who start businesses out of their garage, the people who start businesses in their backyard, the people who start businesses in their cars. Listen, we change the mindsets of people who are destined to do great things, but yet they feel chained up in their poverty or in people that have not made an influence around them and you get to be that person. I hope that this inspired you. Head on over to our Start Your Micro School or Facebook Uh, Start Your Micro School or Homeschooling Business. That's on our Facebook page. And also, go over and check out our website. It's www.teachersletyourlightshine.com. And you can see all of our free resources, coaching programs that we have 20% off on in the month of June. And also, take advantage of any resources. If you are wanting to start your micro school, just go to www.teachersletyourlightshine.com. And then if you add slash shop. You can see our resources to get your business started. We'll talk to you soon. Head on over there. We look forward to seeing you. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge, known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.